A grandma charges her family for her annual Christmas dinner. Doctors find that the risk of penile fractures rises around Christmas. And a study claims that humans are fueling global warming by simply breathing. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. I'm known to offend. Grandma is raising her prices for the Christmas dinner this year. We have in this story a grandmother named Carolyn Dudridge. She's 63 years old, and she lives in Cardiff. She charged her family for Christmas dinner last year, and this year she has to raise her prices. She previously charged her adult relatives up to 15 pounds, and the youngest grandchildren got around a two-pound bill each. But this December... The price for the Christmas dinner at Carolyn's house is going to have to go up because of increased cost of living and rising food prices. Now it says here Carolyn first got the idea to make her family fork out for her turkey dinner when her husband died in 2015. She tells her loved ones to transfer the money straight into her bank account because it's easier to keep track of any stragglers, as she says. <laughs> Can't have any stragglers trying to jack Carolyn for her amazing cranberry sauce. You think that's free? No, 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 no. Now, in 2022, her two sons were charged 15 pounds, her three daughters 10 pounds, her four grandchildren over five charged five pounds, and her two three-year-old grandchildren two and a half pounds. I love how they're breaking it down each year. That was in 2022. Her sons were levied more because they are full-time workers, while her daughters, who work part-time, also have families. Uh, that's how Carolyn breaks it down. Now, to me, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with your family kicking in for what is essentially a very expensive turkey dinner. And the food prices have gone up. Inflation is a thing. This woman's probably on a fixed income. She she can't just spring for this every year. Uh, her charging the grandchildren, though, I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> the poor kids, right? I mean, if you're like five years old, what are you paying for holiday dinner? Although it does teach a good lesson that, you know, not everything's for free, even around the holidays. You shouldn't expect everything. Don't take everything for granted. So to me, this seems kind of like a normal story. I don't know the, the, the title of this one. It's like, Grandma charges the family and raises prices. <laughs> it's just sort of the clickbait fear mongering that they're going for. I got a new headline for you. Cruel, mean grandma steals money from her family each holiday. Family is now discussing nursing home options for the new year. Or how about super greedy, Scrooge-like grandma robs her family every holiday and somehow she just got run over by a reindeer. Suspicious? Now, when Carolyn was asked by the media why she changed the prices this year, for the women, she put, I have put the girls' prices up this year by two pounds because I did get a bit of stick from people saying I was being sexist. Not that I listen to public opinion particularly. She also added that even raising her prices still may not cover the amount that the supermarkets charge for food these days. Well, I'm not sure it will. Because when you buy a few bits and pieces, it comes to like 30 quid. 40. It's barely a bag full. This is not Christmas stuff either, but just general shopping. It's just horrifying, and you wonder where it's all going to end. Where it's all going to end. Carolyn 
It's going to end when we're all dead. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the only time inflation ends is when you're dead. It's also the end of taxes, though, so that's, uh, that's nice to know. Carolyn argues that inflation or not, her fees are still good value for money, given that her festive spread lasts for, from Christmas Eve until Boxing Day. I'm not sure what Boxing Day is. Is that when the, uh, all the relatives put on gloves and have it out? That sounds lovely. I'd love to throw down some whiskey and Baileys and participate in Boxing Day. I have some relatives I'd like to uh, take my frustrations out on. <laughs> I won't name any. Previously, this included a mini buffet of sandwiches before a slap-up turkey dinner with all the trimmings on Christmas Day, along with a nut roast. Ew, a nut roast. How could you, Carolyn? I can't attend her nut roast. I could die. Ooh, Carolyn's offering a choice of four desserts. Oh, do we get to choose at least two? Oh, I want to know. Also, does uh, the price of the meal include uh, leftovers that you can take home? I, I do love making those turkey sandwiches the next day with the stuffing and the cranberry. Oh, isn't it amazing? Those day, those day after a turkey dinner sandwiches, they're like unbelievable. Carolyn stated that while she understands some people calling her a Scrooge, but many think it's a pretty good idea what she's doing. There were the usual trolls, but some people thought it was really a good idea. They even said they were going to adopt it themselves. I hope they do. Well, what do you guys think, my listeners, about Granny charging? I don't really look at it as charging. I just look at, I look at it as though the family's all just participating in an amazing gathering with some great food. And she's being paid for her labor. Sounds to me like she doesn't even break even given the prices at the supermarket in her area. Anyways, what do you think? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Have you ever charged your family for a meal? Maybe you should. The risk of penile fractures rises at Christmas, doctors find. Penile fractures? <laughs> Who's fracturing their penile? What is going on? Guys, 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 remember, you always thaw your turkey properly. <laughs> properly. Before you boink it. <laughs> These people just humping their neighbor's snowman. Like, well, how are you fracturing your penis this time of year? All right, let's learn a little bit about fracturing peniles. So that way we can avoid it, guys. Was this story sponsored by KY Jelly? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> Some other lubrication. The article says it may be the season of loving and giving, but doctors have warned against embracing this spirit too enthusiastically at least where sexual relations are concerned. Doctors have discovered that the Christmas period is associated with a significantly increased risk of penile fractures, which is a medical emergency in which the erection-producing regions of the penis actually snap, usually as a result of forceful bending during what they're calling over-enthusiastic sexual intercourse. So, I mean, the fact that it's happening at the end of the year, it's probably just married people having their usual once a year sexy time and they're just, they're just going at it too much. <laughs> they're making up for the rest of the year. Or maybe it's just a lot of drunk hookups at the office Christmas parties. I don't know. Let's keep reading and find out what the doctors have learned. Here we have a quote here from Nicholas Pergides, a urologist. This injury tends to occur during wild sex, particularly in positions where you're not in direct eye contact with your partner, such as the reverse cowgirl. Ooh, my favorite, the reverse cowgirl. <laughs> the fractures are often heralded by an audible crack. Oh, you can actually hear it? 
Well, I didn't know that. You, you can actually hear a crack. I've never fractured my penile. I guess I'm really not having great intercourse. That's probably why. Maybe I just haven't been so enthusiastic. Maybe I've never, maybe I never just really enjoyed my partner as much as I probably should have. If you really love me, you'd, I'd hear the crack of your penile. Okay, so it's, you can actually hear an audible crack and it's followed by severe, severe pain. No way. Rapid loss of erection and severe swelling and bruising. When patients present to their doctor, their penis often looks like, quote, an eggplant. <laughs> That's disgusting. Is that where the eggplant emoji comes from? I thought it was a regular erection. Apparently, it's a symbol for a, a penile dysfunction. I guess the point they're making is that it turns completely purple if this has happened to you. If you really want to see what it looks like, there's a porn category called penile fracture. So you can see actual penile fractures happening. I'm kidding. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's a category. I just made it up, but well, you can't put it past Pornhub. It says here, suspecting that the intimacy and euphoria of the festive season might be a risk factor for this type of injury, this doctor and his colleagues examined hospital data from over 3,000 men who sustained penile fractures in Germany between 2005 and 2021. Oh, the studies of, of Germans. You know, I don't know if we can extrapolate this to the rest of the world. The Germans probably hump the way they talk, just very, very, very staccato-like. Yeah, 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 take that, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course they're having penile fractures. <laughs> uh, this study was the first to explore seasonal patterns for penile injuries. <laughs> They found that such injuries were indeed more common over Christmas. In fact, quote, if every day was like Christmas, 43% more penile fractures would have occurred in Germany from 2005 on, according to this doctor. I mean, they're not really exploring what they think might be the reasons other than euphoria of the festive season, but there's all sorts of other holidays. Like, what, what about Valentine's Day? You would think Valentine's Day would have way more penile fractures so i don't know if that's the reason maybe it's alcohol i mean those horny holiday men getting drunk using christmas decorations in ways that they shouldn't perhaps i'm just exploring i have no idea this research was published in the british journal british journal of urology international yes the british journal of urology yes we we're very upstanding publication where we study Penile fractures. <laughs> they also found the risk increased at weekends and over the summer holidays. However, New Year's Eve was not associated with an increased incident of penis injuries for some reason. Now, furthermore, the doctor of the study says most penile fractures occur in unconventional scenarios such as during extramarital affairs or when sex is performed in perhaps unusual locations. The doctor added that such scenarios were possibly more likely when men were approaching midlife. He advised couples to be aware of the risk of such injuries and exercise caution in the run-up to Christmas. He says, if it does happen, you should pre present to your doctor as an absolute emergency because if you are not treated immediately, you could suffer long-term penile complications. And who wants that? Well... If what this doctor's saying is true, perhaps this is a serious issue to consider around the holidays. Maybe tone down your, uh, your level of enthusiasm in the bedroom. We probably should have a public awareness commercial, though, addressing the seasonal issue every Christmas. Maybe have Mike Tyson as the spokesperson. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike Tyson. 
And I'm here to tell you all about the dangers of penile fractures during Christmas. It all begins with an innocent kiss under the mistletoe. And then, oops, penile fractures. Gotta be careful. Well, lastly, I'll just say I'm very surprised with the penile fracture uh, increase around this time of year. You know, with all the nutcrackers around, you'd think it'd be more testicular damage. <laughs> Come on! Have yourself a fractured little wee-wee. Show your man you care. Help him with the splint that he needs down there. A study claims humans are fueling global warming by simply breathing. Just by breathing, huh? We're the culprit. Gee, I wonder who paid for this study. Do you think it might have been the fossil fuel industry? I think Exxon was behind this, quote, study. I think we should take this with a grain of salt. Let's maybe even laugh at it a little bit, shall we, guys? It says scientists in the UK have published some new research. Claims that humans are exhaling global warming causing gases when they breathe. Yeah, I, I, I thought this was already common knowledge that we breathe out CO2, correct? <laughs> so how is this new? The study has been published in the journal P-L-O-S-1. Mm, oh, that sounds professional. That sounds like an upstanding journal. Oh, you guys have heard of the Harvard Journal. Well, ah, well have you seen what's going on in P-L-O-S-1? Experts explain. Experts, really? Explain that methane and nitrous oxide in the air we exhale make up to 0.1% of the UK's greenhouse gas emissions. So very little. So once you factor in the farts and burps being produced by humans, it becomes clear that humans are fueling global warming by just breathing from the lungs, scientists say. How could you guys breathe? Do your part, guys. Do your part. Just stop breathing. What's wrong with you? Or at least breathe a little less. Come on now. Don't be selfish. Now, in this particular paper, this Dr. Nicholas Cowan, who is obviously paid by Shell... <laughs> said that the evidence of planet-killing breathing is pretty clear and it shouldn't be ignored. I want to urge caution in the assumption that emissions from humans are negligible. The researchers explain that when humans inhale, air enters the lungs and oxygen from that air moves to the blood while carbon dioxide, which is a waste gas, moves from the blood to the lungs and is breathed out. And one plus one is two. If you breathe in two times, that's two times you breathe in oxygen. If you breathe out two times, that's two times you breathe out carbon dioxide. This is our study, Jetsa. We only charged $4 million for this research that we've done did. <laughs> Humans need to reduce their carbon footprint by breathing less so fossil fuel companies can increase their profits. Oops, I wasn't supposed to say that. So sorry. So sorry. Was that in there? Can you imagine if we actually took this research seriously and <laughs> moved to like a dystopian world where you get taxed for your breathing? The chart shows your breath intake exceeds regulated community levels. You're now going to have to purchase more breathing tokens. Otherwise, expire. Guys, guys, guys. 
I just want you to know that I'm moving to a fully electric central nervous system, and you should too. Otherwise, you're a planet hater. Yay! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, touch me, babe. Whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. I think I'm fractured. Oh, have a holly jolly Christmas. Just don't fracture your penile areas. Oh, thank you for joining me, my listeners, my loyal friends, my lovers, my holiday dry humpers. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, thanks for the caffeine. You've got me out of my mind. Appreciate it. I've gotten some great holiday gifts. I know. One came this morning from Connie from Georgia. She sent me some Boston Red Sox M&Ms. How cool is that? I don't even want to eat these damn things because they have the little Boston Red Sox symbol on them. But I love M&Ms. It's going to be hard to resist. What an amazing gift. Very, very torn, Connie, between saving them forever and eating them. She also uh, sent me an M&Ms mug as well. I'm going to put them in the mug. Anyways, I appreciate it. I love chocolate. And I love coffee mugs. So, uh, And I love you. I love you. And I'm grateful for your time that you spend with this show. I realize that your time is valuable. You don't have a lot of it, especially around the holidays. And I also know there's a bazillion podcasts out there. So thanks for spending some time with the Weird AF News. Some people don't enjoy the Weird AF News podcast because they find it offensive. I got an email from someone who just now can't stand me. The, the title of the email is Baby Jesus Stolen from a Manger Scene which is a story I did uh, from yesterday about the statue of baby Jesus that was stolen from a manger scene in Spain uh, by some kids. Those, those pesky kids did it. What did they say in Scooby-Doo? Uh, it was those darn kids that did it. Anyways, this email's from uh, CJ. We have listened to Weird AF News for several years. We enjoy your show most of the time. However, you have stooped to a new low in your show about baby Jesus being held for ransom in Spain. How could you find humor in such a despicable act? It is not funny in any way, shape, or form. I have often thought of joining the Patreon. So much for that. I just flushed that idea down the toilet. I find you disgusting. And that's the last, that's the end of it. I love the last outgoing sentence. I find you disgusting! Exclamation point. Um, this person, I don't know what to think. I mean, I feel bad for them. I think they believe that the real baby Jesus was being held for ransom. Which, uh, which is not something you should find humor in. And I wouldn't if it was the real baby Jesus, but it's just a statue of baby Jesus. It's not the real Jesus. Lady, or guy, whoever you are. How sad, how sad. Well, thanks for giving my show a chance for all these years, several years. <laughs> I love the, um, this, this threat is pretty impotent. <laughs> I've often thought of joining the Patreon, so much for that. I've been listening for several years without sending you any money, and I'm not going to continue listening for several years more without giving you any money. Take that. <laughs> Woo, what a threat. <laughs> Uh, how will I get by? Jeez. How have I, how have I gotten by without your Patreon this far? Uh, I don't think I can go in the future without your Patreon. <laughs> this must be one of those fundamentalists, I think. I'm surprised that uh, you've uh, listened this long and this is the first time you've been offended. I've done, I've, I've done, I mean, I've bashed Christianity hard on this show so much. Catholicism specifically. <laughs> I mean, hard. Uh, it's been much worse than the little baby Jesus statue that I made fun of. I tell you that. Have you really been listening? I, I question that. I question that. Anyways, 
hey, I got to give voice to everybody. So the people who love the show, people who hate the show. Of course, I thought this was a hilarious email. That's why I read it. You guys can always send me feedback. And um, if it's funny like this, I'll read it. Uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show 646-450-2012. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at funnyjones. If you're in the Southern California area, I'm doing a show this evening. In the Long Beach area, please send me a DM and I'll give you the information. It's a private show, but I can get you in there. I can do it. Uh, anyways, I can't do a lot, but I can do some things. I can definitely offend people from inside a closet. You know, the threat of me being canceled, it just really doesn't hover over my head as effectively as you, as you might think. What, what are you going to do? Get, can, cancel me from this closet that I'm a re recording a podcast in for no money? <laughs> Wow. Do your worst, <laughs> digital world. <laughs> Pathetic. Well, if you guys want to, I don't know, support the show because you think what I'm doing in here is uh, worth something in the world, then please support me on Patreon or by buying me a cup of coffee for the holidays. Go to weirdafnews.com. It's pretty easy. If you have any questions, just uh, email me. I'll send you the info. All right. All right. All right. You be good. You be good now. Enjoy the song parodies, by the way. Sing them. Sing them at home. <laughs>